You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums special edition Aberdeen podcast. Oh, sorry, sorry. I wasn't going to talk about Aberdeen tonight, was I? Oh, who's on on tonight? Oh, John, you're on tonight, aren't you? Hi, John. How are you, John? I'm good, John. I'm I'm just Andy. Hi, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I should start with a... I I obviously wasn't on last week, but we like to sometimes start with what you're drinking. (laughs) I hate to say it, but I'm drinking a hot orange because I'm uh, loaded with a cold. What are you drinking? It could have been worse. I thought you were going to say Magnus. Well, the day the weather is, I was trying to decide which tea to have, because uh, obviously it's been bloody free. I did have a cup of tea earlier, I got my Aberdeen mug, uh, but I am now having a, a tea, a tenant's, which Craig will be delighted about. Ah. It's, a, it's a special tea though, it's a black tea. You tried them? No, never have. Is I it any good? But it's not bad actually, it's better than, uh, well I prefer it to normal tenant's, but I've not had a normal tenant's for a while. Aye, black tea, so something nice. a bit different. Going down well? I've not started it yet actually to be fair. Um, but I, I'm saving the champagne for that week, you know. Yeah, well, it's open. Well, it's open, aye, exactly. Uh, we are hoping that Chris would join us tonight uh, because oh, there's a big game at the weekend, uh, Sunday, and it would have been nice to have an Aberdeen and Celtic represented. But he, he's running scared, to be fair. He, he's all he's been all talking to it. I said how good Celtic are this season, all that, but he knows. Yeah, he's scared. But he, he, he might be on next week. He might be on next week. We'll, we'll see. If they, if they, if they win um, and he's on, then I think I'll go into hiding. But I'll, I, meet, I'll, I'll virtually meet him another time. Aye, if it, uh, he'll be doing a podcast himself next week. Yeah, that's what will be happening. Um, but no, in a serious matter, I hopefully he is back next week, uh, regardless of it. I'll probably retract those words next week. Um, but yes, we'll charity bit. I can't, I can't have any blame for this one. So, I believe it was Hibs was picked. Uh, they never Hibs it. Now, comfortable win. Rangers, again, I see Hamish just got a current theme. He likes picking Hibs, he likes picking Rangers. Uh, Rangers won 1 0. Uh, I, I think, to be fair um, to Hamish, he didn't pick Rangers. It was, um, I think, Craig had a big influence in that, obviously. Oh, did he? And he was just about lucky. Um, you know, they, they, they needed that to stay in touch with us. Oh yeah, Aberdeen. <laughs> many, many times out we could say Aberdeen in the podcast. It could be like you know that drinking game. You ever played the Rotsand drinking game? Do you know it? Never had the pleasure, mate. Right, okay. Basically, have a think about this. It's a drinking game where every time uh, Sting says Rotsand, you need to take a drink. I've heard of the Soccer AM version, but instead of uh, Roxanne, it's Chris Kamara. You right, must okay. be drinking. And any time and any time a Scot um, a Scottish player scored in the English leagues so you had to take a shot of whiskey. Right, okay, I like that one. So tonight the drinking game is every time that John or me mention Aberdeen, you need to take a drink. Okay? You got that, John? What do yeah. you need to do? If Aberdeen are mentioned I, I repeat Aberdeen are mentioned Aberdeen. That's twice now, so you need two drinks, yeah. Aberdeen. I don't think we should sing Aberdeen, 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 because then no, everyone Aberdeen. will be Everyone will be drunk but within five minutes of this podcast. It'll maybe make the podcast sound better, to be fair. <laughs> if anyone's listening, that is. The uh, Celtic fans might be no listening. Everyone's probably seen our Twitter tonight and gone, oh, the Aberdeen fans are on. Aberdeen joining, Aberdeen John. Right. I think I'm going to start, um, you know, building some sort of fall, um, uh, that our fall is soft in case something does happen next weekend because we're building ourselves up here. <laughs> 
but building who up? So we're trying not, trying not to build ourselves up for <laughs> oh, a fall. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but I basically, the charity bet never came in. Um, the treble. And our first goal scorer, we opted for Liam Buchanan. It's looked a good bet, but no, that never mm-hmm. came in. Basically, we're back to form in terms. Yeah, blame St. Johnston again. That's two weeks in the trot for them. You know, the... They're normally a reliable team, um, but this season, when you expect them to be good, you know, they go and lose. And, but what a result for Ross County, to be fair to them. Going there and winning 4-2. Definitely. Was it last night you were talking in the sports scene about how uh, St. Johnson have lost four games at home in the league this season? Um, That's actually quite scary. But the thing I remember though last year, obviously they, they went a long period whereby they, they were really struggling for results, but they still ended up finishing up near the top mm-hmm. uh, but wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens again the, the league, this league again is crazy um, the only the only thing that looks certain at the moment unfortunately is that Celtic will probably win it um, out with that you've got to be battle for second third and fourth maybe mm-hmm. and then who, who knows after that because um, Ross County had been 10 games without a win yeah they hadn't won since the um, second or third game of the season I think I mean they also got that point against Rangers just before the, um, the international break, um, and they've also taken a bit of confidence from that. And Boyce is back in the team now. And, um, but with you know, and I think they're a team, Ross County, that they're capable of going a decent run once they've got all their players fit, and will probably be all right this season. Oh, but yeah, you I mean, never know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I would say Ross County will be, will be fine. However, yeah, I mean, when you've got like seven points separate parts, and I would say though. The top sets because they all have four. Who knows? Can I wait and see what? Yeah, and um, just a wee update um, on the Hearts score just now. Um, Hamilton are leading 2 1. Oh. Yeah, um, they've scored just after um, the second half's kicked off. So um, Hearts will probably blame that refresher's top that they've. Aye, the, the Battenberg top. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Blobby. <laughs> take, take your pick of. Aye. Um, Ibo Hearts had taken the lead it seemed awkward had given him a lead after 8 minutes so Hamilton have picked well all teams are picking up the odd good result here and there it's the only thing that's predictable there's that's no match that's predictable other than Celtic winning <laughs> well hi um, but hopefully that'll change and mm-hmm. talk about the Aberdeen um, mm-hmm. so aye County will be fine see the, the fact boys is there they, they've got a few goal scorers actually Ross County so I don't mm-hmm. really I'll I will lay it out there. Ross County will not. Uh, no, it's hard to say right now. I mean, because um, I mean, this time last year, Dundee United were starting to fall a wee bit further away. Um, whereas this season, as you mentioned, no, Motherwell are only three points off the bottom, but yet they're yep. sitting in sixth place. I mean, yep. it's just it oh, could right. be one of these. Sorry, when you go. Sorry. Oh, no, you go. No, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say it's gonna be one of these seasons where um, you know, it's gonna be so close up until what March, and then someone gets into the top six um, possibly no by about a couple of points from being in the playoff place <laughs> who yeah. knows uh, it was just when you mentioned Motherwell there that, uh, to pick up on what Mark McGee had said um, after their game and it was the fact that obviously they won on, on Saturday but the next time maybe they play Thistle it'll be Thistle to win it's mm-hmm. everyone's most teams are capable of beating everyone else in the league, so yeah. but I, you, just, you just don't know when it maybe shows and t- that's why we are having such difficulties picking a charity bit because yeah. all these teams are inconsistent we'll probably uh, if Hibs were playing this weekend we'd probably pick them Hibs are we all I think yeah Hibs but then Hamish is, but then Hamish, 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 yeah, but Hamish isn't on the night so we can't pick Hibs ah exactly I mean, and they're tried, not playing 
It's Harley. He tries to say to the XPR, I think he's kidding his own. He's kidding his own. He's too busy betting tennis. Maybe we should change the charity bet to a tennis bet. Because <laughs> in, in the subject of Hibs, we've got Andy Murray, who's obviously world number one, beat Djokovic. But mm-hmm. ten, tennis season's finished. So, can't do that. So, aye, we'll see what will come up with later on. There's obviously the Scottish Cup, mm-hmm. uh, a few Premiership fixtures. Can't remind. Uh, there's a small matter of cup final between um, Celtic and, well... I don't know if we can mention the other team's name because someone, um, some of our listeners might have turned off by now or just be well gone. I don't know. We never said Aberdeen. <laughs> we have now. <laughs> so, uh, aye. The league, Friday night, we had Kamarnock against Celtic. Uh, Brendan Rodgers wasn't very happy about the fact they were playing on Friday after the international fixtures, which, to be fair, I thought was maybe fair enough because they did have a fair amount of international players away. 14, I think they had in total. And they were having to play the Friday night game. I can understand his point, actually, to be fair to him. Yeah, I mean, I can understand where he's coming from, considering that some of the international games were being played on Tuesday and they were playing on the, the Friday, so I can understand he's great, but um, we've all been messing with the TV often yeah, enough. Um, so, um, but I suppose Celtic probably get it as much as anyone else, because let's be honest, the TV deal is pre- pretty much the old firm roadshow. Yes. Um, although usually that old firm road shows a Saturday um, lunchtime or a Sunday lunchtime. Yes. Aye. Uh, quite a, probably relatively unusual for two uh, central belt teams to be playing on a Friday night, I think, from Friday night football. There's been a, a few occasions, but usually mm-hmm. you end up having like teams going up to Inverness or something like that. Uh, yeah. Or Aberdeen going to Party Thistle and different things like that. So it was actually yeah. kind of a semi a semi local fixture. Yeah, and there was, well, more than double Celtic fans than there was Kilmarnock fans, um, but that Aye. just seems to be uh, the norm the norm just now. But um, it was a it was a decent uh, result from, you know, an expected win, but closer than a lot of people might have imagined. But um, suppose the, whilst we're obviously disappointed Celtic win, I suppose from a Scotland point of view, it's good to see Stuart Armstrong score, maybe he'll push his way towards the national team, because the national team's needing some fresh blood in it, and he's one that could probably... Aye. Um, ah, improve the team. Some fresh blood, aye, definitely. <laughs> um, obviously, aye, I've no doubt I had my thoughts on this one thing. But it was Strack and Stain, so that's always a link talk with. Is he going to change things? What, what's he said at that meeting? Are we just going to continue the same way? We'll, I don't know, we'll find out against that's March or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. definitely at the moment he's he's forced his way in that Celtic team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him as a player. I, I do like him. I, I think Rogers as well is reckoning that that he is far more effective playing centrally as much as he's played right back at times, played different positions, but I think he is most effective in the park, kind of drive it effect. Good player. I like to make that. Worryingly, in terms of we talk about Celtic and the criticism probably Celtic have had this year under Rodgers is that they're not that great defensively. They've not conceded in 688 minutes domestically. Time for that end. Well, definitely. Um, so, we'll see what happens with that. Whether the that run will continue, I believe they, they should have scored one by more uh, than one. They scored just before half time. Lee Clark probably say out commanding though, maybe not to get beat, um, which fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think it's very hard to contain the Celtic side because there's so many, so many players that can yeah. hurt you. Yeah, and when you give, you take it the fact that Kilmarnock gets scalped six one off them um, early in the season, that's totally understandable why they might have um, changed their game plan a bit. Um, and anything coming like get off Celtic's a bonus. You know, they're bread and butters when they play like Ross County, Partick Thistle, Hamilton, etc. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
So, like, as cool a Barley was kind of left out, and that I, that was down to the fact that obviously, yeah, Clark did want to Celtic. Maybe the thought was keep it tight. Cool Barley comes on last 20 minutes, half an hour, and maybe can snatch a wee winner or something like that. But I think if we're talking about teams as well that maybe might be down the bottom, I Kilmarnock will be kind of down there again. I think Kilmarnock will be alright. Um, just I've got a feeling as long as the stuff off the pitch doesn't affect too much what's happening on the pitch. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Johnson and everything like that, and then Clark stays. I think Kilmarnock have got enough about them to stay up, but mm-hmm. uh, see what happens. Celtic playing three at the back again. I noticed, well, they play that on Sunday, which we'll come on to later. It will be interesting to see. Um, I don't know whether... But is it going to come back in at left-back? Will they go for a more traditional Celtic lineup? Before? I don't know. I think, um, without setting guess, setting guess, Brendan Rodgers too much, I think they will probably go, at 40, they'll go back to a 4-3 win. Um, but um, you never know. They might go with Griffiths and Dembele. Um, although I think... Uh, Rogers Rogers likes his two wingers and um, someone in the hole just off the the front man. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, you yeah, know. I did see though as well. It looked as if at one point they were trying to say that Carlin McGregor had been playing left back, but I don't know whether it was mm-hmm. just more that he was playing as a kind of left sided centre mid, and then the likes of Forrest and Dembele are almost playing more as inside forwards. Sorry, mm-hmm. not Forrest and Dembele, Forrest and Sinclair, because um, that's been a feature of Celtic's play whereby Sinclair is getting more licensed to be a come inside as opposed to playing as a traditional winger yeah. so it's probably difficult for both teams actually Celtic and Aberdeen mm-hmm. or McInnes and Rodgers to guess what the other manager's going to do in terms of lineup. because that games that we've played we've played already this season uh, we've had what Westburn start up front through the middle at Parkhead we, we tried three at the back at Pitodre no sorry mm-hmm. not Pitodre at uh, Parkhead, yeah, yeah, we went, we went well at a five-four-one at Parkhead, and then we played Burns at Petardry. Um But to be honest, I think if Aberdeen are going to have any chance against Celtic, we've got to, you know, stick with our own game plan that we play week in, week out. Like, there's no um, and play try and beat Celtic at our own game, which I know is difficult, but we certainly need to high press them because I don't think we certainly didn't do enough of that Parkhead, and I don't, I didn't really see much of the game at Petardry, but. I don't think we did enough Hi. at Petardry. It's, it's a difficult one. We'll come on, probably come on to Aberdeen and game at some point. We might probably tie in Sunday anyway. It's very difficult. Aye, you can't press Celtic. However, mm-hmm. some, against sometimes better team, you almost need to give them a wee bit of space, but not too much space. It's trying to get that balance mm-hmm. right. It's maybe yeah. when to press, press at certain times. Maybe what uh, Jim Gladbach did in the Champions League whereby they actually pressed the midfielders so they allowed allow the defenders to come with the ball and then pressed the short ball because Celtic obviously prefer playing nice football so if you press mm-hmm. the likes of Brown uh, Armstrong the folk in the middle park that's probably where maybe to look at I would mm-hmm. think McInnes will have looked at that and thought right here's maybe something because mm-hmm. um, the likes of their players at the back are not that comfortable in the ball they're already playing yeah. short passes but maybe something to look at but McInnes I, I don't think likes to press too much in these games against Celtic I know it's, it's a difficult one I mean um, you know because at the end of the day we're trying to have a game we're trying to get the balance right between um, you know you can show a team too much respect the, when Celtic played Man City Celtic showed how to, how to press and went and went to press and they got some joy alright they didn't win the game but they still yeah. came away with a credible result yes. and that's the sort of thing that we need to do we need to show Celtic that we're not scared of them and I think Certainly, league games. Um, uh, certainly, certain league games. That's been the case that we've shown 
that we're too that we have been too fearful. Um, and I'm not saying Celtic are good. Of course, they're a good side. They're top of the, they're running this league um, by a mile. But on the odd day, they can be beaten, and we've oh, got yeah. to show that belief. Definitely. Um, there's no point getting into a cup final if you think you're going to chuck it. You oh. know, if you if you don't think you're going to win. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I dare say the media and if, most of the media will have Celtic as well, right, probably right, even ourselves mm-hmm. will have Celtic as favourites. So yeah. McInnes is very good at man management and the psychological side of things. I think that would be main focus. Okay, aye, it's the final. Kind of way, I McInnes has said we, we are there to win. Obviously, you're, you're obviously in the mm-hmm. final. You're there to win, but there is that more kind of steely determination thing. Kind of, but I mean, a bit more belief again. I, I know. Obviously, we've no other results this season against Celtic, but we definitely keep on beating them. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just a case of, aye, where do, how do we beat them? Is it, do we play the same uh, lineup as we played the last two fixtures? I don't think they will. I, I can't see Stockley starting on Sunday. No. Might, su- might be surprising, because in terms of trying to predict the Aberdeen lineup this season, has been very difficult, because he has kind of changed it about so much. I mean, I can't imagine McGinn will not start. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, I, th- I think that's the, that's the only change. I would um, I would make if I was in debt McInnes' shoes because we've now got you know that that back four looks solid as it is with Shinny at left back and Constantine Constantine's been really good at centre back last couple of games uh, you know that's a good balance with the two right sided and two left um, footy players as well yep. um, no Jack Jack Sims starting to show um, you know come into his game again after being out Kenny McLean has been a revelation the last couple of games he was excellent on Saturday you know he looks as though he's coming right onto a game just in time yes. um, so the only change I can really see is begin for Stockley because I can't see him dropping around for a cup final he's our main goal threat yeah the, the other thing as well is Madison does he play does he play Madison I think should play but is, does he does he think right put Shinny back into centre back or left back or, you know that way a lot of second guessing I think like I said in the semi-final it was perfectly set up for Madison in terms of the open space that I'm doing stuff like that I think as well against Celtic to get more time in the ball you know that way to do things, and, and again, if we're talking about maybe kind of pressing them, let them worry what Madison can do. So, like, it's a Scott Brown that maybe have to mm-hmm. kind of deal with him, give them something to think about, because Madison's not, uh, didn't start the last game mm-hmm. against Celtic. Yeah, and he didn't start against Rangers either. Um, you know, so I don't know if it's McInnes' plan to think, um, keep it tight as long as possible, and then bring on someone like Madison to change the game when they tire. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but personally, I think he should be starting the game um, because. He's our main creative threat along with Hayes and McGinn. Yes. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, um, he's probably he's probably our best player. Aye. Let's be honest, he's technically our best player right now. Oh, um, we should be starting him. It, it could possibly be argue. It could possibly argue apart from possibly argue he's the most technically gifted. Possibly. Um, he's certainly one of. Um, I mean, he's highly rated by Norwich for certain reasons. It's actually quite worrying that Norwich. Uh, Norwich are on a bit of a downturn just now, so they might want them back in January. Um. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just think cup final, you have all your match winners starting. Don't have your potential yeah. match winners. No, and we've still got guys that are capable of coming on and um, making a difference. Yes. No, like Stock, Stock, Stock is one of them. Um, no, Burns with his pace could worry a tiring Celtic back four if um, the game's tight. Yeah. Um, no, Paul, if he can recapture some of his previous form, do likewise. I mean, there is option, there are options for us, and there's also options for us to tighten up if need be. But let's be honest, we need to we need Celtic to have an off day because if they're anywhere near on their game, 
unfortunately there is only one winner. They've got too many good players. They've got a lot to choose from. But I still hold out hope that, you know, if we can stop them playing, we've got a great chance. Well, boy, yeah, it's how we do that. Gives, boy, yeah, it's back for them. That gives us a <laughs> With that, uh, if Boyat starts, I don't know whether Toure will come back in, but they, they've, they've got options, we've got options. Do you go toe-to-toe? And, we're not going to have as much possession against Celtic as what we normally do against most, in all likelihood, even if we try and try and play possession-based football, just to kind of maybe find a different way to win a game. It's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, exciting time to be an Aberdeen fan under McInnes. Another cup final, he said he wants to obviously create a bit of a a lasting legacy in terms of winning a few trophies in his time at Aberdeen. I think you've got a wee start for us or two. Maybe yeah, well, two. well the, the league, in terms of league um, finals between the two, there's only been two. Um, it's one win apiece. Celtic won the last one in 2000. Uh, Aberdeen won theirs against Celtic um, 40 years ago this month yes. with a score of two, um, of two goals to win. So, if we win on Saturday, that makes it 2-1 in terms of head-to-win. Sorry, Sunday. We'd go 2-1. So, who knows? It might be an omen. Um, I don't necessarily believe in them, but I like throwing them in because you never know. Oh, well, look at us at the semi-final. We were like, you, what was it? I was in the PP PP row. Yeah, I was in 95, I was 6, 95, 96. And then we were arrested each other and we were saying, oh, this is great. That's that's why it happened. It wasn't doing in the pitch. It was our perfect arcades. Of course, it was um, nothing to do with Adam Rooney's header or um, nah, nah. getting McLean's tap in. Nah, nothing at all to do with that. Um, the, the other thing I'd would look at in terms of League Cup as well is the kind of head-to-head record, just overall, not just kind of finals. Uh, so Aberdeen have won nine between four draws, and I decided to have a wee look at the Scottish Cup head-to-head record, and Aberdeen have won ten. There's been six draws. And for, I'm hoping that it's going to be 10 March this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would that would be nice. That would be yeah. nice. Um, Aberdeen yeah. are aiming to win the trophy for the 7th time. And Celtic are aiming to win it for the 16th time. So, right. And Aberdeen have won. Aye. Good bit of form, Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah, the last couple of results have been good going away from home. Um, two, di- two difficult games, I must say, against the two Thistles. Yeah. Um, but Saturday was a very good performance because... You obviously heard last week that I predicted um, a score draw. But, um, oh, did you? Yeah, um, because our recent seven nice is poor, but you know, I'm glad the boys. Uh, I'm glad the boys proved, proved me wrong, and um, it was a very good performance and an excellent three points, and gives us a big boost for for Sunday. Yeah, it does. Again, Rooney scoring is big. Yep. Coming a lot, scoring eyes, kind of these runs, he kind of run. McLean, as you mentioned earlier, the the desire for the third was superb. Mm-hmm. Um, Something yeah. that more of. He's in good goal scoring form. Yeah, and give credit to the referee as well because there was a foul, there was a blatant foul on um, I think it was McGinn that led up to that, but he let play go on because he saw McLean was through and it was a nice finish. Um, and his free kick was a very good free kick as well. Oh, it was probably just talking to keep I could have done better, but the probably big miss for the Inverness at the weekend would have been Tansy when Tansy and Draper. Or in that midfield, Aberdeen, we have struggled a bit recent times. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a big miss for uh, Inverness. Um, mm-hmm. To be fair to Richie Fett for Aberdeen and said, aye, Aberdeen fully deserved to win. He was kind of trying to say, aye, we, we were capable of getting a result. Well, we got, we played, you know what I mean? Sometimes managers will say, aye, we played well, we should have got a result. Whereas you're like, what, what game were they watching? Um, so credit there to Foran. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard Shinny getting booed by Inverness fans, but... Yeah, I know, it's, happen- I know what happens and all that, but I think it's. Uh, I mean, 
former former players get booed for di- for different reasons, but for with, for me with certain ones, you, you just don't boo. I mean, especially former caps. I mean, Graham Shinney was a cup winning captain at Inverness, and Inverness exactly. fans, yeah, and Inverness fans need to forget that you know he, he announced he was going to join Aberdeen, and he, he's but his performances didn't. He wasn't focused exactly. on that move to move to Aberdeen. He he just wanted to be a cup winner. Helped Inverness to their best ever season, won the cup with them. I think it was disappointing. It would be the equivalent of us being Willie Miller or even Alec McLeish. I remember Alec McLeish going back with Rangers and he still got a good reception. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I, suppose, I suppose that thing is, though, I suppose it's difficult for Inverness when they are our feeder club. The players go back yeah. against them. I'm all yeah. on Inverness fans. I'm all on. Yeah. I've got a lot of respect for Inverness fans, all joking aside. I actually have a lot of respect for them, so I was disappointed to hear that you know they were that better. Uh, or it's, it's probably been a minority. Yeah. But um, but they're a club that I've got a lot of time for. They've brought a lot to Scottish football. Um, just a shame they don't get the following that um, yes. the team have perhaps deserved because they've not had the the best of form for someone that's done so well over the years. Yeah, I think there was better crowds when they were well. Obviously, they were not even there, but when the teams were separate and there was like Highland derbies and that, they get kind of better crowds. But yeah, I suppose it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get behind what's a I know they're, they're not a new team anymore but it's still a relatively new in terms of football, Scottish football history mm-hmm. uh, go against another play in terms of Dumbaya buyer. Mm-hmm. they they could struggle they could be one of the team have they got enough goal scorers in that team but see this is the, this is the thing about the that league I mean they went on a, a terrific run of form but um, they're still only two points above the drop zone because they've dipped a little bit it's just um no cut and throw and um, they're going to drop a place just now as things look at the moment because um, Hamish sorry to mention this but it's now 3-1 Hamilton as we're speaking oh, don't be sorry uh, <laughs> happy days well happy days for us yeah. aye. <laughs> uh, aye aye Hamish won't be happy at that um, suppose we penalty soft if it was other end or fair enough no, I think it was um, without putting red tint in space. I think it was a, a definite penalty. Um, you know, there's he, Warren's got his hand on his shoulder, and you no, know, he's running it at full pelt. Maybe he's dramatised it a little bit, but it's a, it's without doubt a penalty kick. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, we've had some soft penalties this season, like the one at, at Dundee, but that one wasn't. Um, need to can I touch on Madison getting booted for diving? Uh, the club are contesting it. Which I think is definitely the right decision because there's no doubt that was a foul. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's the right thing to do is appeal that one. When McGinn did it against Morton in the semi-final, um, that that looked to dive to me, and um, it was it was given as a die, you know, and we didn't contest that, which I think said a lot. Um, but the Madison one, it was clear that his toes were stood on. Um, apart from the referee. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. I would think it'll get rescinded, you would think. But I suppose we should move on to the the cup final. What's your what's your predictions? Move on to the cup final. I thought we'd <laughs> well, final for well uh, in terms of in terms of predictions for the final. <laughs> oh, I don't know where I want to make a prediction because before the international break, I was talking about how I oh, Aberdeen playing great and all that, and then we we had a bad game. So, um, oh, Aberdeen winning penalties. <laughs> I would love that. A repeat, a repeat of Brian Irvine 1990 Scottish Cup final that would do nice maybe and someone I, like Ash Taylor being the winning penalty taker but... <laughs> Taylor off uh, I, I fancy O'Connor he'd be good 
I O I, something like that. Hey. Actually, I, don't, I don't know if my heart could take another penalty after the win we played in Vanessen, but I suppose um, if we if we were to win, I couldn't care less. You know. Exactly. Um, um, I just remember the, just... Overriding, the overriding feeling after the, the Inverness. I still don't mm-hmm. feel that I've enjoyed a, an Aberdeen Cup final victory for a long time because I it mm-hmm. was you were almost like I oh thank God that that's up we've won. No, that way. Uh, mm-hmm. You would Stuart Mill himself, obviously the famous quote. <laughs> uh, so, but obviously I don't swear in the podcast, so I won't repeat that. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong with this. There might be some reverse psychology, hopefully, but my prediction at the moment is to win Celtic. But obviously, I'm hoping that that's a reverse. Aye, I, I repeat, I repeat, 1976. We'll mm-hmm. that. Any Aberdeen win, any Aberdeen win will do. I don't care how it happens, uh, mm-hmm. but. There's no doubt about that, as you said earlier. If, if they played the NA game against the LA game, then mm-hmm. even the game wouldn't be good enough. But, you know what? Something like, as I say, just maybe get back to what we do best. Kind of weird to say, can we Stockley and that? Mm-hmm. I know, I just don't think Stockley and Rooney would work together against Celtic. Um, certainly don't think Rooney in a wide position would work against Celtic. But, who knows? Um, as long as he plays one of them, um, you know... At least, you know, whereas when we played Celtic Pathology, we didn't have any of them when we played uh, um, Burns up front, and he wasn't, he didn't look like a striker. Do you, one um, thing I will say um, in terms of this match, and it was, it was mentioned in sports team last night, how good Johnny Hayes was again, but pretty much mm-hmm. always. Remember Johnny Hayes feature much in the last cup final, so he will be champing at the bit, and he likes to go against Celtic. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And, 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 and he, he, like, he likes goals to break he likes goals to end their record as well whereas Fraser mm-hmm. Forster they did for however long mm-hmm. and then Hayes scored that absolute screamer yeah yeah I would I would take another screamer off him um, if yeah. it helped us win absolutely that would be that would be amazing so yeah looking forward to the game um, you know even if I don't think we'll win I'm still looking forward because you always hold it open who knows my mood might change come kick off we'll just wait and see Aye, once you've woken up in the butterflies and all that, you're actually, even yeah. though you're not playing, you'll be kicking every ball. Uh, you see, though, when we, the thing is, we talk about Celtic going on the match winners, Aber- match winners in the squad. Mm-hmm. Aye, we'll see what happens. Both teams to score, I think would probably be a good shout. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. Um, although although Celtic haven't conceded in a couple of games, they said, but um, if, but we need to, as I said before, we just need to have a go, um, some sort of a go against someone like the last couple of games, and we'll be in with a chance. You know, we sh- we should respect Celtic, rightly so, but we shouldn't fear them at the same time. Absolutely. So if we sh- if we show we're, f- we're fearful, we're we're going to get beat. You know, as long as there's no regrets. Yeah. You know, but wait and see. Incidentally, Hearts are back in at three two. They've scored a penalty, Jamie Walker. Jamie Walker again. See what happens with that one. We probably, I don't know whether Wolves might not still be on by the time that finishes. I would think mm-hmm. we. No, I doubt it. Uh, I suppose we should talk about Celtic a bit more. See, we have talked a fair bit about Aberdeen. Um, we kind of touched on it earlier about whether they, will they go three at the back, will they go four at the back. I think I think they'll go back to their tried and tested four two three one. They've obviously experimented the last couple of games because they're trying to rest players for. No, you've got to remember they've got a Champions League game on Wednesday night against yes. Barcelona. I know they that. Have. I know they're pretty much out, but they'll want to go out against Barcelona and just, uh, you know, make up for A, getting beat 7-0 and C, and so it'd be, <laughs> forget my alphabet. Um, uh, be, um, <laughs> just remember A for Aberdeen. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ACB. I don't think that quite goes. Um, but no, I think, um, no, they want, they want to, um, give a good account of themselves and, no, whilst they're still mathematically on a chance, you never know. They might, they'll be looking back at 2012 and thinking, can this be done again? Yeah. So, that's probably been, I think, about some of their team selections recently. But I think in the games, in, in the big games, they'll go to the, the four to three when that is Brendan Rodgers' preferred formation. Yeah, um, I think that was well. What kind of Celtic? We can talk about the kind of European fixtures, and then afterwards they've been fine this year, really. Um, and I think I, I, Aberdeen fitness is terrific, but again, I think Celtic's fitness has has improved this season. Um, God, big time under Rodgers. I don't think it was necessarily bad last season, but I just think Rodgers has stepped up a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, with that team. Yeah, he's getting more at his, he's getting more at the players that were there. Um, like you see, you see guys like Rogic um, are flying this season. Um, Kieran Tierney before he got injured, um, you know, had seemed to set up his game a little bit. Um, but they've all added the, you know, James Forrest another big example as well. But you know, the quality they've added in Bailey Sinclair um, in particular, they've just taken their team on a notch. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's difficult to compete, um, but as I say, the one-off you never know. One-off game. Mhm. Yeah. And, and, they, and they'll be, uh, you know, they'll be, they won't be fearful of Aberdeen, obviously, but they'll, they'll be respectful. I mean, Scott Brown talks a lot about, talks us up a lot. No, he's got yeah. a lot of respect, so he knows that Aberdeen will give them a game at the weekend if we're on our game. And obviously, we we talk as highly of Scott. Mhm. <laughs> with the two teams facing yeah need a strong referee on Sunday as well strong refereeing performance I think that'll be important cup final obviously people uh, eager to impress tackles flying in so hopefully you don't want the game ruined by uh, an early red card or something like that unless it's a Celtic red card in which case fire away referee um, so obviously in previous times we played Celtic no. is this the first um, cup final that John Beaton's refereed oh you've tested me here yeah, but this is, um... hey, oh, wait a minute, there's another, there's another JB. Oh, of course. Oh, but we're, we're, we're all over this. Oh, there we are. <laughs> the, three, the, the, the three JBs, I don't think that's quite got the same ring to it. But, aye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> aye, I just think, aye, in a cup final especially, you need a, a strong refereeing performance. Not mm-hmm. players, as I say, it's a big cup final and players will be putting that bit more in. Just don't miss any... Um... Ghost goals like he did at Dens Park, although he didn't get much help off his assistants that day. But if yeah. he misses a ghost goal that should have been Celtics, then I don't mind. But yeah. <laughs> we'll, wait, but we'll wait and see. I mean, good luck to, good, in, in all seriousness, it's good luck to John Beaton because at the end of the day, you, you don't want to see a referee <laughs> fail unless it's Willie Collum. Oh, unless it's like an Aberdeen player falls over in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, a, it's a penalty, obviously. Definitely. Well, what happens? We should probably move on, or should we? Yeah, I think I think ah, we should. Think should. Um, we'll have bored our listeners to death talking about this cup final. Charity bet predictions for uh, Premiership games, as I kind of mentioned earlier. Uh, all on Saturday, early kick off between a Glasgow derby. What do you think? Um, I think the Rangers will edge this. Um, is that why two did goals that, to win. Is that why I did that? We know. What the um, thinking about the scoreline? Aye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think I think Rangers will just be um, just have enough in them. I think they'll win two one. 
I am going to I'll win with that one. I'm just I'm still not entirely convinced kind of Rangers, I think. Yeah. They Craig we're talking to Craig uh, over the weekend and it's like, Oh Rangers won and all that he was like, Oh I'm not happy or like an outcome and he said they could have a story that we could have probably heard he didn't watch possession and all that but just not taking chances so I think part of that would be give me a good game so I'm going to go yeah well the the, the younger um, part of this fans better be better be careful because um, one of the Rangers strikers loves a square goal well aye aye likes a, he likes a chip in all yeah yeah I don't know what's happened I mean I thought he would have um, banged in a few goals in the, the top flight but it's not happened from so far Mr Michael They've, they've signed Garner and uh, Garner's not really holding either so the talk that uh, Waggon might be on his way out in January mm-hmm. see what happens to that one uh, in terms of odds for the match Thistle are 16-5 to draw is 11-4 and if you do fancy a bet Rangers it's priced 20-23 to Rangers um, next up we have Dundee at home to Inverness I think um, I know they, they lost at the weekend there um, but they did run Rangers close I think Dundee are going to win this 2-1 I think they had a couple of inches before the international break and I think Dundee might pick up some start picking up some points yeah I mean it's a type of game where both teams will be looking to kind of pick up points they'll both fancy their chances of winning I don't know about Dundee I think Dundee a bit like Inverness there's not many goal scorers on the team this season I'm actually going to go for another draw uh, sitting the fence one all, same, same result again with that one. Uh, in terms of odds for that game, you've got Dundee at thirty-one to twenty at home. The draws five to two, and Inverness are seventy. Attractive odds, whichever way you're going that much. Um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're having a bet, that's all we've got. Hearts home to Motherwell. I fancy Hearts will probably win. Um, I'm going to go for Hearts to Motherwell one. Um, speaking of Hearts, they've just equalised. Um, oh. Callum Parson again. Callum Pye. Um I think <laughs> oh, Hamish will be relieved um, although it looks as though that yet again none of the strikers have scored um, I think Hearts will win quite comfortably um, I think they'll win 2-0 Mother one not playing well away from home just now yeah um, in terms of Hearts the odds they are one to the draw 7-2 and Motherwell wins 11 yeah I'm kicking up Hearts uh, I should say are we going to start that Motherwell in the last four away games there's been under two and a half goals <laughs> whether that means much Ooh. going back to Inverness by the way Inverness have conceded at least three goals in their last three matches but mm-hmm. then I don't think Dundee are capable of scoring more and then if you look at Dundee there's been under two and a half goals scored in six of Dundee's last seven games so I, they, they, they start just contradict each other statistics yeah. in many scots statistics in many scots yeah it could end up that game ends up like the one that the Caledonia Stadium or whatever it's called now but it was 4-2 so you just never know what can happen exactly uh, last kind of premiership game that we have uh, Ross County against Hamilton uh, both teams obviously well we don't know what the Hamilton score is going to finish but they've scored a good few tonight considered a few Ross County also the weekend 4-2 win so do we expect goals galore in this match <laughs> Or is it gonna be a is it gonna be a Paul Band? Do you know a Paul Band? No, I've never heard that expression oh, for now. Oh, right, okay. That is yeah, Paul Paul Band used to be a a member of the, the forum where the and used to predict quite a lot of nil nils. So a nil nil was called a Paul Band. So you've got a, you've got the two two, which is a Desmond two all or a, that's called Desmond two on here. Mm-hmm. A Paul a, a zero a nil nil is a Paul Band. Right. So, got you. I wasn't, sure if, I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if you knew or not. Uh, but I 
I fancy County will win, mm-hmm. and I will go Ross County two, Hamilton one. I'm going to go two nil. Two. Because I don't two uh, County. Ross County. Sorry, yeah. Hamilton don't seem to play as well away from home as they do at home. Um, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, it, that's the thing about this league this season. You know, um, from six down to twelfth, it's very tight. Yeah, they've drawn a lot uh, away in, away from home. Hamilton uh, four draws out of six. They've yet to win away. Uh, Ross County have won, but yeah, I, th- I think Ross County both think they'll win, and they're a good price, by the way. They are even money, which I think definitely mean they are in the charity bit. Yeah. That that's I think that's too attractive odds not to not to go for. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I'm happy with County. Um, I'm also happy. Um, what was with Hearts? I think Hearts I think Hearts will be, will be too strong for Motherwell. Hearts are one to two. We both predicted them, so I you know, it makes it easy in terms of maybe just the two of them in a third pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking West. East Fife against. Um, sorry, but I enjoyed. Sorry, yeah, no, I think no, East no. Fife at home Edinburgh City. Um, East Fife are four to nine. Are they good odds or not? Aye, well we've got two. We've got two about one to two because obviously East four to nine is close enough to Hearts are one to two and then Ross County evens. I would say yeah, that was pretty decent. And I probably actually thought these five were quite attractive. So if we punch that into the supercomputer, those odds, uh, we've got uh, the 1 to 1 and the 4 to 9, and we are £10 off McBookie's money on. Because uh, I, sh- I don't know if I mentioned it, it was a McBookie charity bet, and we do like McBookie, good guys, McBookie. If you're having a bet at all at any point in Scottish football, McBookie are the place to go. £10 on selections. Will return £43.33. So £33.33 profit. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I think that looks, that that looks, looks nice. Good. We need to also pick a first goal scorer from, well, usually the lower leagues, but I think hopefully we'll get away with making a first goal scorer in one of the cup matches. I so was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking um, there's two guys that are springing in my mind. There's the boy Forrest at Air United, they're away at Brecon. And there's Nicky Clark, they're away at Dunfermline, they're away at Bucky Thistle, Nicky Clark scored at the weekend. So anyone that catches your eye? I think if we were going between the two of those, I think... Look, okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll, so, I'll go so with I, you. Right, OK, that was nice and easy. Nicky Clark, those odds we'll get, during the odds we get for that one. Uh, good luck to all teams in the Scottish Cup on Saturday. Yeah. And especially good luck to Aberdeen Cup on Sunday. Yeah. Is there anything else that we have not covered? That we... um, no, I think we've covered the, the main talking point for a good bit of this podcast. Um, and let's just hope that um, Aberdeen can win the Cup on, on Sunday. Yes, and then we'll be on the champagne. That's we can say that the tenants and the, the cold <laughs> that you're having. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully Keep something warm. a bit stronger. <laughs> Keep, keep warm. Thanks for much, job. Keep yourself cheers, sober. <laughs> right, At cheers. least till Sunday. <laughs> cheers. Aye, cheers. Bye.